what I thought was going to be one of the most interesting movies of the year. This must be the place directed by Paolo Sorrentino, who I think he got the director's prize at the Cannes Film Festival a couple of years ago with Il Devo about um, a long-running Italian prime minister, a biography of him, a film, film biography of him. And it stars Sean Penn as a rock star who's long since given up rock music, lives in Dublin, dresses like Robert Smith from The Cure, walks around his mansion all day, has nothing to do with the world, and is completely withdrawn. And um, he then gets news that his father, who he hasn't spoken to for 30 years in America, is on his deathbed and he travels to new york to to see him and he's too late and um, finds out that his father had been obsessed his father was uh, a survivor from auschwitz and his father had uh, spent much of his life pursuing a guard at auschwitz that he humiliated him while he was there and trying to track this person down and then it turns into a road movie with Sean Penn travelling across America trying to track down the whereabouts of this 95-year-old ex-Auschwitz Nazi. Um, I thought as a premise when it was, you know, ripe for being a very interesting setup. Sean Penn I'm in real two minds about. I've always thought he was a great actor and I've loved his films, but I have had a bit of a reassessment of him. Um, and I think it comes down to the fact when I read a, somebody saying about how he only ever picks movies if they're going to possibly get him an Oscar. And I have looked back through his career and he does seem to do that. Um, he doesn't seem to play it straight that often. And when he does, he's brilliant. Um, but the other thing he does, and I, I, my, one of my most overrated movies of the recent era is Milk, uh, where he disgustingly beat Mickey Rourke's performance in The Wrestler to win an Oscar. And I thought he was really not very good in that film and um, the the most telling phrase I think I read about it was that Sean Plan Pays being gay like being childlike well he does exactly the same thing here he actually plays a childlike Robert Smith character that sounds like a very slowed down version of Ozzy Osbourne and he's dominating throughout the film he's in almost every scene and I find it I found it quite hard to his performance is getting pretty rave reviews but i found it hard i really struggled with it um the weirdest thing i saw um a quote from a, a reviewer saying penn's flawless performance has none of the mannered intensity that can mar his work transcending the mask-like qualities of eyeliner and lipstick with deadpan childlike candor um I thought this was his most mannered performance. It seemed like he was really trying hard to be a combination of Ozzy Osbourne and Robert Smith, and I just found him a bit empty in it. I didn't find the character interesting or warming. But the reason it's my most disappointing film of the year is the amount of mistakes and misfires it makes all the way through, particularly in the opening hour. The pace is all wrong. It feels very, very slow. It wastes far too many scenes on stuff that doesn't matter in the film. For instance, it's like 15 minutes near the start spent on um, his stepdaughter or whoever this um, the, the gothic girl is trying to set her up with a guy that works in McDonald's, but it has no bearing on the film. It doesn't really add anything to the film, and it's not that referenced ever again. And there's just weird coincidences that happen, like before he starts on his road trip, he bumps into this American in New York who just happens to be sending his Jeep back to um, you know, the same direction that Sean Penn's going, and he decides to let Sean Penn take it. It's an unne 
They're all unnecessary distractions. It doesn't actually need to happen. He's a multimillionaire rock star. He could have hired something, and it would have made more sense than him having this big meeting with some guy, big discussion, and it's never really referred to again. It's just like all these things happen, but they don't really add to the story. They don't really have any meaning to the story. Once the film gets going and he's in America, which is a very long time, far too long, I reckon nearly an hour had passed before he actually got on the road, which was the meat of the movie, and he has these sort of very um, David Lynch-esque sort of journey across America where he bumps into these random people hunting down this person and has these sort of almost Twin Peakish moments is excellent and those bits are really really good but they're not that many in the film and it just has this uneasy balance between not being that funny it, I, I actually found myself smiling more than laughing all the way through I just didn't didn't find the need to laugh at virtually anything that happened um, and a lot of the character all the characters from Dub- the Dublin side of thing which are great actors like uh, Francis McDormand uh, are really not that essential to what you're watching. They could have started it with his road trip, and he hunts down this um, Nazi collaborator or Nazi, and you know sort of finds out more about what's going on. But it's none of it's that profound, and the way it resolves itself isn't that bad. But it's it's sort of like a very nothing film. Um, I was very disappointed. I thought that um, Sorrentino's got a good track record as a director, but he he put probably 30% of a movie in there that had no business being there because it just didn't add up to anything at all. You know, if you're going to have fragmented, abstract journeys, they should offer something to the story. But he just time and again put shoehorn bits in that didn't make any sense or that didn't add to the story. And one of the most awful is the um, talking heads are in it. And David Byrne plays that entire song and then you're seeing the audience singing along to it, and then he has a meeting with David Byrne talking about how he's sad um, and doesn't want to be a rock star anymore and how David Byrne's an artist. And that's another 15 minutes gone, but it has no real bearing on what's going on. It just feels like someone shoehorned a reason to have a reference to that song in the movie. The music's reasonable as well, and it's getting good reviews. I found most of the music, apart from that particular song, um, and the rest of the songs are by Will Oldham, who's a great... Uh, singer, a great indie singer who's um, under the name Bonnie Prince Billy a lot of the time he records and has done some magic stuff but again I found it a little bit on the force side like it was trying too hard to be a certain kind of movie it was almost like the director sort of had an idea of what trendy music was but actually wasn't into it himself and it sort of came across a bit forced for me Um, I was very disappointed it was a little way too boring way too boring and it was difficult if you don't get that Sean Penn character and you don't like him from the off which I kind of didn't it can be a very laboured process it does look stunning it's beautifully shot really beautifully shot and the little vignettes in America which occupy probably the last third of the film are by far the best part of it but overall I'm only going to give it five you're with Julian on the brown note and the 